0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, that is me, along with Barry the Boater and Captain Patrick, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information on this, uh, well, this holiday season uh, time. Coming up, we're going to give you a few ideas on what to do for the boater on your list, maybe a few gift ideas for... Uh, Yours truly, Uh, Barry doesn't need anything, and Patrick, he has everything he could ever want. I'm the only one who really needs stuff, so uh, keep that in mind when we get through the list. But before we do that, uh, you know, I I was traveling a couple weeks ago, and I'm a little bit behind... You know, as far as catching up on viewer mail and things like that, I know Patrick's been monitoring it there along with one and two on the Facebook page for World of Boating. And uh, he has been corresponding back and forth, I believe, haven't you? Or are you just going to do it on the radio today, Patrick?
2: I'm just going to do it on the radio. Okay.
1: Well, that's easy enough and uh, simpler and it'll save the planet. Less paper. Actually, you would have done it electronically. I guess it wouldn't have mattered.
3: But... uh, You cannot waste those bites.
1: Yeah, you okay? You can't wait. Waste the bites. You can't waste the energy. It, it, uh,
2: I'm I'm limiting the electrons that are passing through.
1: This is more of a holiday way to uh, respond because it takes very little effort on our part. <laughs> We're multitasking. What else is new? Yeah. So go for it. What, what uh, What's the okay. question? Or what did he so, want to know? Well,
2: if you recall, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we we had a pretty uh, an in depth show about the proper way to run. Your boat, and we were primarily talking about inboard outboards, uh, outboards, V-drive or straight shaft like like Mike has. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit different because, you know, the the boat kind of runs the way it runs uh, because you don't have the ability to trim an outdrive or an outboard engine. Uh, So one of the great mysteries um, in boating is how to... Get the boat on plane, and if your boat is equipped with trim tabs or you're going to install trim tabs, how does that help? So we did have a listener that followed up uh, after our show and uh, was very appreciative of the information that uh, myself and Barry and Mike and Greg, uh, provided and Greg, no no and Greg. There, no there was <laughs> I'm not even going to go into detail what he said about you
1: what. <laughs> He said nothing but positive things. I know this. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Just continue.
2: Let's go with with that. Just continue. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, this particular listener, um, his first name may rhyme with Merrick, Uh, he said, This past week's show, we talked quite a bit about trim tabs and trimming the engine. Now, he has a 1998 27 foot Chris Craft that he had trim tabs added to it before he bought it back in 2017. Now, he states he only uses them to level the boat when people sit to counteract a list or a lean based on where people are mm-hmm. so we had talked about the use of trim tabs to help the boat get on plane quickly or quicker and he wanted uh, to go for us to go more in depth on how that works in relation to the boat you know moving through the water okay and very simply when we're dealing with Outboard powered boats or inboard/outboard powered boats that are set up either with or without trim tabs. Let's let's just say you don't have trim tabs, and we're at a uh, we're we're just into gear. We're getting coming out of our idle zone. We're getting ready to get the boat uh, up on plane. We're going to advance the throttle. You want to make sure that your out drive or your outboard engine is trimmed all the way down. Uh, the reason why you want that is a lot of manufacturers they give the boat they give the boat a negative transom angle, so that when the engine is mounted, the outboard engine or the transom plate and then the outdrive, it tucks in. So as you're coming out of idle and you advance the throttle, you come into gear, full stop, all the way forward. It helps that bow push up out of the water, get the boat up. And then the bow drops. And as soon as the bow starts to drop, as soon as we get that initial drop going, mm-hmm. we call that boat is on plane. And at that point, we're going to start to trim our outdrive up, up, uh, back off our throttle, reach our optimal cruising speed, depending on where we're at, wind, wave conditions, load, what have you. Now, trim tabs, what happens is on larger boats, And I'm not talking about surf boats with surf tabs. That's a whole different animal. But there are boats out there that the manufacturers have put into production. And the size of the boat, the beam of the boat, the weight of the boat, the boat is going to need a little help um, getting on plane quicker. And trim tabs will do that because... When we have our drive tucked all the way down, and if we're set up with trim tabs, we deploy our tabs. So our tabs drop all the way down. For you, Greg, uh, as you're pursuing your, your pilot's license, mm-hmm. uh, drop dropping your flaps.
1: Right. I got okay. it. Yeah. So
2: we drop our tabs down, and as the boat is moving through the water, as we advance the throttle, the bow comes up as the boat is moving. As the boat's moving through the water, water, for lack of better explanation... Comes against that tab,
1: it's pushing and it up. Pushes the bow, pushes the bow down. Oh, it pushes the bow down. Oh, well, okay, yeah, or pushes the aft up. Correct.
2: Right. So we get the boat on plane quicker. Now, once we get that bow dropped, now we're retracting our tabs and we start to trim our drive up. And the way this affects our efficiency, our fuel efficiency, is we're burning less fuel getting the boat on plane. When a boat is pushing a lot of weight, whether it's a single engine or a twin engine, because I've been in some twin engine boats that, you know, again, based on the size, the biggest they could fit in there were twin 4.3s. Some boats going back 30 years ago, twin, <laughs> twin three liters. Um, and it's, it's, it, the boat can barely get out of its way. It just, and those are usually single prop drives, alpha drives, uh, the old Volvo Penta SX drives. So you need a little something there to help get the boat up and over quicker, and trim tabs will do that. And then, of course, as uh, Eric pointed out, when you have a, a heavy load on the boat, maybe you've got more passengers on one side based on how the cockpit is laid out. Maybe that's the only place they can sit, and you're carrying more people than you normally would. So now the boat's got a little bit of a lean or a list to one side. You can counteract that with the trim tab to bring the boat back to center, and also, when you have a heavy wind on the port or starboard beam and it's pushing the boat over, you can use the tabs to help correct that as well and depending on the conditions you're in, you can use the tabs to help settle the boat down, um, bring the bow down a little bit so it's not so much pounding up and down through the water but more pushing through you know when you're in a when you're a bit of a heavier chopper sea,
1: yeah to find the sweet spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like so, it. And so actually, it, that analogy to flaps in an airplane is perfect because yeah, you I put know. your flaps Thank down. You. Well, uh, yeah, I'm giving you a compliment. You put your flaps <laughs> down when you want to go uh, uh, low and slow. It gives you more lift, but you can go at a slower speed. And it's the same thing. You go with your with your trim tabs in uh, deployed. You're taking away some speed element, but you're giving your boat or the aft of the boat much more lift, so it can get up quicker, right?
2: Correct. And it, trim tabs, you know, tried and true. Uh, I just say the the Bennett trim tab system that's out there. It, it largely has not changed. I don't think those hydraulic pumps have changed at the time that I've been in the industry. It, it works the, the tubing the uh the the fittings everything just the, the it's the same uh twin rocker uh switch control very basic and certainly helps now there are other aftermarket products out there we've talked about the ones that get bolted to your uh your out drive not a fan of those I don't think Barry is either why uh, because, because they, they don't, don't work drag. <laughs> yeah, and it adds drag
3: to it with the trim tabs when you have them down as you level out the boat you can pull them back up a little bit so right. you're not creating as much drag
1: okay well that makes yeah. sense sure
2: so and again to each their own you'll you'll find proponents of that particular product mm-hmm. the one that actually and um I am not a fan of drilling holes um into any part of my outdrive or a boat um, for
1: holes and boats uh, generally don't go together anyway.
2: No ho- holes and boats do go together because otherwise you would not have um, inboard outboard engines or through hole transducers or seacock fittings of mm. things of that nature. They just have to be done correctly and sealed okay. correctly. All right, okay, but that particular product that I'm talking about that bolts to the out drive. Uh, not a fan of those. Uh, probably the the cheapest thing that i found over the years for trim tabs somebody who wanted to do a very basic thing uh i'll tell you what that is when we come back
1: well yeah trim tabs and boating do they make your boat more efficient and are they worth the investment more on that on the world of boating next stay close
0: you're listening to the world of boating
1: radio network
0: from the top. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Christmas is ruined in your town. This is just terrible. Cancel the party. He knows where you live. For crying out loud. He knows
1: that your window's open. Where's your Christmas spirit? He knows what lives under your bed. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry the Boater. Merry Christmas to you. If that doesn't put you in the mood, well, it probably doesn't, does it? But uh, you get the point. Uh, We're we're here to annoy you with as many Christmas ditties as we possibly can during the season. It's just what we do. Uh, All right, we're talking trim tabs and whether they're you know worth the investment to install on your vessel or how you should use them more efficiently, uh, Patrick seems to be a fan. As long as they're not on outboards, is that right? Do I got that correct?
2: No, no you're you're incorrect. There there is a product that actually bolts to the outdrive uh, or the lower case of the outboard outboard engine. Uh, and again, I don't want to say the product name. There, it's a very commonly known. Uh, they're, they're plastic.
1: E, kind of look like bat wings. Mm-hmm. Um, they look not, cool, but not as uh, no. They don't. They not do not, not look cool. No, they don't they look. cool. They look
3: like a mermaid's tail.
1: What's oh, not cool about that?
2: They, cool. It's not a mermaid attached to it. Oh. They are as effective as uh, I'm trying to remember who who it was that came out with a variable pitch propeller um, about 15 years ago. Great concept, but did not work hmm. um, uh, the way. Did you ever hear, did you ever see those, Barry? Oh, the, I've
3: seen them on a few boats, yeah. The, the,
2: just. the spring-loaded blades, so as as I, as it went faster, they would change, they would move. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> and that's, your your that's pitch would, you change. would well, change. Until
3: they corroded and it. Kind the, of, yeah. It goes oh, yeah. back
1: to the to the airplane analogy, because you do have adjustable prop airplanes. It's the same, uh, you know, physics involved, but it, they didn't execute it well. Is that what you're saying, Patrick, maybe?
2: No, the the with the with the variable pitch propellers, each blade was it could move on its own, and based on the RPM, it had a a, a stop both ways. Um, so it would actually increase the pitch the faster that you went. Um, it ju- it just again conceptually sounded great. Mm-hmm. Um, practical application not so good. Mm. Um, same thing with this other product that bolts to the uh, the outdrives. Now, trim tabs uh, as a whole, there is one product that I came across years ago, and it's really probably more for freshwater application for smaller boats, say, like, about the size that Barry's got, you know, that 17-foot center console base skiff-type boat, and those are actually spring-loaded tabs that would mount, so they would their natural position is down. Mm-hmm. And as the boat would start to move through the water, the water would come up against it, help the bow go down. But the faster you went, then the tab would retract on its own
1: mm-hmm.
2: via the spring. And when you slow down, the tab would start to drop again and help bring that bow down.
1: Uh-huh. self-adjusting again. trim tabs.
2: Yeah, well, very, yeah. very basic, <laughs> and it, it worked, but not in every application because they were not very big. They didn't have a very big footprint uh, as far as the tab itself or the plate
1: Barry, what so say you what do you think?
3: Well, I thought the uh, the question I was going to have did they have an adjustment where you could a- adjust the spring tension on them for heavier boats or for lighter boats, or it was just one size fit all?
2: I believe it was a one size fits all, but again, the tab itself was not that it didn't extend this area. It, it didn't yeah. extend out a lot again, really for a smaller boat. The other thing you'll find with trim tabs is some manufacturers put them on because, you know, it's one thing when you're in the design and prototype phase and you go through all this, you make the plug, you, you build the mold off the plug, you actually pull the part, you get the hull, you get the deck, you get all the components installed, then you take it to the water. You <laughs> really, you, and it, you would think, well, obviously you know how it's going to run, You never really know until you get it to the water with the power plant in it with all the weight distributed. And I'm talking about, you know, if you've got a a cruiser boat and you've got your your components for your your galley and for your head compartment, a windshield, I mean, all that stuff that weighs and they have to weigh each of those components to come up with their dry weight in that boat. And then is it going to perform and run the way that the naval architect said it would and sometimes it doesn't? So sometimes you'll find that manufacturers have added tabs really just to extend the running surface because they can't go back into the mold yeah, and make the mold longer. Mm-hmm. It's
3: cheaper. <laughs> it's cheaper to just say, we're gonna give you an addition to this boat. You <laughs> correct
2: a free set of trim tabs when it really was our mold was too short. Well, not not uh. that the mold was too short, but again, from c- concept to plug building, to casting the mold, to actually building the part and putting all the components in it, you never really know exactly how it's going to – is it going to run the way that you think it's going to, or do you have to do some massaging right. to the running surface? Do you have to sharpen the the strakes? Do you have to sharpen the chine edge? Do you have to create more of a hook with the chine? Um, and do you have to extend – uh, a little bit on the back end, and because the mold is already built to go and cut that mold, and maybe add an extra foot to it, and then put it back together, that is that is costs a lot of money. It seems uh, maybe like oh, that should be pretty easy to do. It is not. Hmm. J- just the uh, just the jigsaw and some duct tape, and you'll have no no, no jigsaws. So <laughs> sometimes, and, and what you'll find is on some of these boats where that has occurred. And the manufacturer has gone to, I'm just going to say Bennett, uh, who's actually owned by Yamaha now, has for about the past three years. Uh, They go to Bennett and they say, we need a trim tab that is, we need the cylinder stroke to be X. So we need a a cylinder that is 12 inches compressed and we need a stroke uh, of 20 inches fully extended and we need the plate to be uh, 18 inches by 25 inches, depending on how much they need to get that boat to run correctly. And that's not in every instance, not every boat that you see that has trim tabs, that's why they're there, but it does happen. So if you've got a boat like Eric does, where you're going aftermarket, and you're looking at adding on trim tabs, you can always go to the manufacturer and say, hey, this model boat, did you offer trim tabs? And if you did, what part number did you... You know, who is the manufacturer? How can I get them? And if you didn't, chances are the manufacturer isn't going to have a recommendation because they haven't validated trim tabs for that model. So then you're going to, you know, Bennett or whomever, and you're trying to find the best possible application. And depending on how that transom was made, can you even get a trim tab on there? The tab is one part, the plate with the the, the bracket and the hinge. The other part is going to be the cylinder the stroke of that cylinder and do you have room to mount the fitting through the transom to run all your plumbing
1: it's a lot of questions but uh, you got to ask them if you want to do it i guess all right gifts for the boater on your list that's next on the world of boating you're listening to the
0: world of boating
1: radio network This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew. Uh, We're going to get to the gifts for the boater on your list here in just a bit. But I think, Barry, uh, you, you have one more comment or question about trim tabs that you wanted to get out there. What is it exactly? Yeah, so
3: I have a boat. I have my motor. I've been trimming my motor up and down, but I've decided to install trim tabs. Do I still mess with the trim on my motor when I'm using these, or do I just only use trim tabs now?
2: Both, you're going to use them in conjunction. So you're you're static. You're getting ready to get the boat on plane. You've dropped your you've got your engine trimmed all the way down. You've deployed your tabs because you've got Greg on board and a bunch of dive gear. <laughs> so you, you, the boat needs a little extra help to get up on plane quicker. So you've deployed the tabs, drives tucked all the way down, advance the throttle, full stop. Bow comes up, bow drops. As soon as that bow comes down. First thing is, retract the tabs. Okay. Now, once the tabs have fully been retracted, then you can start to trim the engine. And then what that does is, now I've got my optimal running position here. Then, if you've got tabs and you find that you're getting a little heavy wind on the port beam or the starboard beam, or you're coming into a cross chop, you can then use your tabs to help level the boat, settle the boat down a bit. So, it's it's like... Greg when he thinks he's flying um mm-hmm. uh, where you know it's it's you have to you have to drive the boat you have to use these things and it's one of those things that I enjoy doing with boats which is why I don't I don't like auto tabs I don't like uh automatic trim control um uh, where you know the computer is doing it for you where you you've set the rpm and how much trim you want the outdrive to come up as you advance the throttle I like doing it myself
1: because there are instances where, like, if I was on board and Captain Patrick was uh, at the helm, he might adjust the trim tab so it's rougher to watch me spew just for his own entertainment. Shh, don't give it away. Well, no, yeah, the, I know the, this. The, I know what you're doing now. The, the,
2: the, big, the big thing with tabs is you have to remember that when you're using, let's say, again, the twin rocker control, the boat is going to respond the
1: opposite
2: of the way that you use the tab.
1: Okay. Mm. It's the counter. Uh, Correct to your actions. There you go. All right, gifts for the voter on your list. That is next. We promise. Stay close to the world of boating.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Oh,
1: I it was this is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me, along with Captain Patrick and Barry, as the boater. rounding out the crew. All right. So it is that time of year where you may have a boater on your holiday gift giving list. And we have just the presents to suggest for you, I believe. Don't we, Patrick? <sighs> yeah. Okay, I thought, I thought he was going to say, bah, bah, humbug. What what, what, what was that?
2: It's just, uh, you know, Christmas gifts for boaters, it's a very personal thing. Yeah. You know, a, a person's boat. And you have to tread very lightly if you're looking to buy a gift for that boater that is on your list. It just it, it's Right, you it's might boater, offend them. What, what are you saying? But Bo- boat boaters are a unique breed. They have their own personal tastes, their their likes, their dislikes, and you're going to go and buy something for the boater, thinking they're going to they are going to love this. Uh, welcome aboard, Matt. Yeah. And they're like, I would never put that anywhere near my boat. Hmm. So, uh, but take, you
3: have, you have to remember when they do board your boat, to take it out of storage and put it out there so that <laughs> yeah. they can see you using it.
2: Right. So I, I, we we are going to get to these things, but I am a proponent of the following gifts uh, for the boat on your list because I think these are ones that you really can't go wrong with and you're not going to offend uh, anyone. Um, in, in getting these. Okay. One is either a a towboat or sea tow membership if they don't have one, get them a year membership. It's it's really it's it's cost affordable and if they don't have it, even if they don't use it, it's just peace of mind. I mean, it's it's money well spent. Sure. I, I, and
1: then next year you get them the renewal. So you're covered for like years to come. <laughs> right? Well, sure
2: yeah you know i mean it's 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 something that you would hope they would never need but you know if you need it you got it and you're more than welcome because that that cost of that membership will more than pay for itself the first time that they've got a call because they ran run out of fuel or you know their motor died and they need yeah. a tow in better than uh, a gift remember, card okay the other thing other than the uh CTO membership uh that i'm a fan of is going to be if they've got the boat on your list, if they've got a particular service center or dealership that uh, they work with, uh, get them an annual maintenance. Get them a get them a detail package, you know, something like that. To where, hey, next time your boat's in for service, they're going to detail your boat for you. Mm-hmm. I've got this covered. You know, it's already paid for at, at your convenience. You know, it's consider it done. Uh, And even if you have somebody come dockside and do it. Those things, I think, are probably more appreciative uh, for the boater than some of these items, which again, kind of get a little personal uh, and not everybody is going to enjoy them. So, the uh, first one, and I guess you can't go wrong with this one either, uh, on our list is the Pelican Elite 20-Quart Cooler. Uh, It's a nice 20-Quart Cooler. Uh, Looks pretty cool. Looks like it's You know, built to uh, withstand nuclear blast. Hmm. Nice uh, carry handle, latch uh, cup holders on the top. One that I guess I'd I'd have to put this as number three on my list where I don't think you could go wrong. And this is something that has disappeared from new boats being made for about the last seven to ten years. Any idea what it is that's disappeared from boats? That you you'd be hard pressed to find now on a new boat.
1: Hmm, it's disappeared from new boats. Yeah, cigarette they ma-
2: lighter. N- well, <laughs> hey, don't laugh. When I got in the industry, we used to install those. Well, well we, they make good uh, you fire auxiliary jacks. Well, well, no, we actually we we had cigarette lighters when I started in the industry, and the cigarette lighter it doubled as a cigarette lighter, and then it was a chart light. On right. the end of it that you could flick, and it had a little uh, little light illumination, which was barely enough to
1: ah, <laughs> uh, the good old days. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, when you when men were men, and you could smoke and didn't care about cancer.
1: Um, huh. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So well, what? 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 What is dis? Yeah. When we smoked on boats, hey, <laughs> we're on a floating fuel bomb. You got a light?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, that hadn't changed though. Let's be honest. A good um, cigar in a vessel is not uh, not a bad day. Uh, all see, right, so but. The, an, an
2: item that has disappeared from boats the last seven to ten years. These are new boats, hmm. and there are a lot of people that buy new boats, and they are really upset that this particular item isn't on board anymore. You guys a don't compass?
1: have yes, what yes!
2: yes, a compass, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The, okay. the flush, the flush mount compasses, because. Once everybody started moving to, to Garmin units, uh, Raymarine units, uh, Volvo Penta Glass Cockpit, all those uh the compasses built in to the display. So boat manufacturers like, well, we don't need a standalone compass anymore. We can clean off this dash. We can make it sleek. We can play with the design a little bit. And then customers are like, I want a compass. And it's like, yeah, well, it's, it's built into your unit. No, you don't understand. I want I want the flush mount compass. It's mm. it's weird in what of all the things that have kind of fallen away from boats as yeah. uh technology has advanced, a compasses are
1: huge. Well, a so, compass and maybe a sextant. You could get them like an old school backup system maybe.
2: No, no,
3: the compass is actually useful and I know they still put them on airplanes. But yeah. I went through a storm one time where I couldn't see anything. Water was spraying in my eyes. I just used my compass to continue heading north. Mm-hmm. I could not see the uh, GPS. I couldn't see anything else, but I used the compass. Right,
1: but uh, if you threw a sextant in there, it could be like a combo old-school boating Sextant is
3: only good for midday and for sunset or sunrise. Well,
1: yeah, but still, it'd be, it could be a backup to, like you said, all your electronics and
3: stuff. You, you are more than welcome to buy me a real sextant, but when you see the price of that
1: thing, uh, it, would, it would be a plastic instead. one, uh, the molded <laughs> that I got as a treat in a I'm, cereal I'm box. Only
3: <laughs> off by about uh, five thousand yards. Uh, get, Greg,
2: yeah, Greg. Greg picked one up at the dentist's office from the toy yeah. chest. There we go <laughs> for, for for the kids. Greg, you were a good boy during your checkup. Would you like from something from the pirate treasure box? Yeah. <laughs> wow, cool, Sexton.
1: <laughs> You're awesome. Or actually, be uh, oh, cool. Thank you. You're awesome, dude. <laughs> Yeah, because my couldn't be able to talk. But uh, oh, okay. okay, so uh, so, yeah, so a compass old school. So a com- yeah,
2: well, a compass. And whether it's a flush mount or they've got them where they they actually will sit in drink cup holders. Um, so there are a lot of options out there. But it's something that if you're aware of a boat are on your list, and if they've got a newer boat and if you've heard them complaining about eh, hundred and eighty thousand dollars for this, they couldn't even put a compass in it. Yeah, go buy them a compass. They'll they'll love you for it. Then they just got to figure out where to mount it.
3: Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, you have to decide whether you want a gimbal mount or you want one that's flush mount into the hole.
2: Yeah. yeah the, the thing, you know what? It's for me, it's got to be a flush mount, um, even if that means making a base for it. Cause I don't care. If they think the gimbal mounts are, it's kind of like when you could have your Raymarine or your Garmin unit back, you know, hey, do I put it in this? Uh, this bracket and have it sitting on top of this, and I can swivel it. Or do I want it flush mounted into console? I want it flush mounted, yeah, because it looks so much cooler. Mm. Well, um, I, had, I had my original compass was gimbal mount, but it sat too high,
3: so that's why I gave it away and I put in a flush mount. Just yeah, bring or, a little lower.
1: You know, if you're looking for uh, uh, fun little gifts, though, they do make some compasses that are the size of uh, you know, coasters, and it'll double as a coaster for your drinks on your vessel. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be mounted to be able to be useful, does no, it?
3: No, you want to be able to read it.
1: You don't want to have to stand over it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, no, but you could still have it. Uh, you know, uh, you know, holding your drink. Just I can't. I can't read the Cali compass.
2: Yep. Let, let me fi- let me finish this vodka tonic, and then yeah. I'll look through the bottom of the just glass.
1: Google it. Compass drink coasters. I think they exist. If they don't, uh, well, we're going to start selling them there, at WorldBoating.com. There
2: is a reason why you are a passenger and not a captain.
1: I'm very (laughs) practical. You're welcome. Uh,
2: uh, Some other items on the list uh, for a boater that you you know that they're out all the time. Say somebody like Barry, who's out in all kinds of weather sometimes. Uh, Yeti's got a Panga airtight, waterproof, and submersible bag. So, you know, you can put all your stuff in there. Uh, Heaven forbid you get in some rough weather. or uh, Well, Barry's boat wouldn't sink. It would sooner be a roman candle with a giant wick in it
1: throw some air (laughs) in it and then he jumps off the vessel while it's sinking and uses it as a flotation device
3: my boat won't sink
1: Yeah. yeah well that's right his boat he has one of those crazy boats more gift ideas coming up on the world of boating
0: you're listening to the world of boating
1: radio network
0: have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Let us eat, drink, and be merry. Merry Christmas, baby. You sure you treat me nice.
1: This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information on this, uh, well, still holiday season edition of the big show. Giving you some gift ideas for the boater on your list. Uh, Some of them are good. Some of them are more practical than others, like a compass that doubles as a drink coaster. Just came up with that idea off the top of my head. If it exists, well, the person who did was a genius. If not. I'm gonna start that million dollar idea and selling them on worldofboating.com. but I think they already exist. I think I've seen them. So there you go. All right. What else? Well, uh, what other great ideas do we have to share with our passengers in that regard, well, of course, Patrick? Of,
2: of course. You know, last week's show, Barry unveiled a limited edition, uh, gift idea, yeah. uh, individually uh, hand numbered. So, limited in the amount uh, uh, and built by hand. Hmm. Yep. So, uh, how, how are those
3: going, Barry? Oh, the sales is, is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, once I dropped the price to something that could sell for a $1.95, uh, people started calling in and ordering these things. And, uh, you know, they double as, um, well, you could use them for a few different ideas.
2: Well, but, what uh, are
1: they? Are we allowed to say? Again, do you well, want to bring well, people up to speed? They,
2: they, they need to go back and look at last, the last week's week show. show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they'll see exactly what it is, and then you'll be like, "I gotta have ten of those
1: mm-hmm. now." And they were made what? by the blood, and sweat, and tears of Barry the Boater.
2: They're ha- they're
3: handmade, and I'm actually going to make enough money now where I can buy a new T-shirt. But wow. uh, you could use them as a fan. You could use them for targets. Huh. Uh, you could use them to hide your face. Okay, uh, it's swat flies. Swat flies. Oh. Well. I'd have to put holes in it for that.
2: You paddle paddle I, your boat in an emergency. Yes, you, could, you could paddle <laughs> your boat with it um, okay.
3: until it melts. Right. Um, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. I,
1: yeah. I, it sounds like a, a gift that I blocked out already, so I'm going to have to go back and listen to last week's show to, yeah, to refresh my memory. Yeah, you
3: blocked it out real quick.
2: <laughs> real quick.
1: Okay, what uh, else do we have then?
2: So I want to touch on some things probably not to get that boater on your list. Uh, boat shoes. That's a very personal <laughs> item. <laughs> Don't, don't don't get somebody boat shoes. Um, it, that never goes over well. Mm. I thought you would like these. These these are the the these are bright orange, bright orange, <laughs> electric blue, and uh, uh, I don't know, sunset yellow. It's the um, latest
1: version of Crocs.
2: You should you, you wear you wear a size thirteen triple X, right?
1: <laughs> mm.
2: I'm I'm still waiting for those ones that Greg promised us twelve years ago. Did Um, I do
1: that? I don't recall.
2: Yeah, you did. uh, we were supposed to have a sponsor, and you got... That was three studios ago.
1: Oh, that's right. That's (laughs) right. Then they listened to the show and said, yeah, "Uh, yeah, we don't think so. Uh, Probably shouldn't have made fun of them.
2: Uh, (laughs) Do not get, the boater on your list, a new stereo for their boat. Again, that is a very personal item. And depending on... I thought... The thing is, some of these stereos now, which which really, really like, uh, they take a much larger cutout, um, or some of them are incorporated into Garmin displays now. Um, they, they are very minimal in, in the way they look, but uh, may not be compatible with the wiring uh, that, that is in the boat. Well, wait so a minute. I
1: thought we were talking about what to get the boater on your list, not what not to get the boater. <laughs> uh,
2: if, you, if you had listened to... If you had listened carefully, I said I wanted to touch on a couple things of what
1: not to get. I know. Let's get back uh, to what you should get.
2: Okay. So uh, how about a mask, fin, and snorkel set for the boat on
1: your list? Yeah, that's a great Um, great idea.
2: A docktail, bar, ultimate, marine cup, and bottle holder?
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, are, the bottom of the the holder might be uh, might be that of a compass. Just might you be that
2: of a, he's determined to sell that compass. I'm just
1: saying, could happen. Uh,
2: he yeah. he is working it and working it hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, one thing they put on this list that I, if you got a friend that's got some bucks, maybe they'd be looking at this for you. But a bow mounted electric trolling motor, hmm. uh, I guess if they're a really good friend. Uh, Course, well, one of those
1: ranges, they're not crazy expensive, are they? Depending on how powerful oh. you get. Well,
2: we, we, don't, we don't have Greg Holt, you know, National Syndicated Radio Show money. Yeah, well, I'm not <laughs> going to get
1: you guys one. I'm just saying. Well, it,
3: it's, it's not that. It's also the installation of it. But what about power poles or something like that?
2: Uh, power poles. But, you know, thing with power poles, you got to, again, you got to look at installation, you know, on right. something like that. And will it work on, is there enough footprint? Is there enough real estate to mount something like that? on the particular boat. yeah, You know, you really want to kind of keep it as simple as possible, I guess, so you don't get yourself into any trouble. Uh, Cockpit organizers, you know, things of that nature. If you got somebody, that boater on your list, that they've got a uh, lot of stuff. And you know what? Every time I come in here, you can't find your stuff. Hey, I got you this cockpit organizer system. This will work really well. Boat safety bag. Um, is, is always good if you're for that boater on your list and you know that maybe their stuff is is outdated.
1: Like a ditch um, bag, you mean?
2: Uh, like a ditch bag or just a, a basic maintenance kit bag if they don't have one. A mm-hmm. jump pack is always... Oh, those uh, are fantastic. ...are always, because if you don't need it, chances are you're going to come across somebody on the water that does. And it's always nice as a boater to help out a fellow boater, uh, especially with something like that. You just have to remember to keep it charged yes that's what i was just gonna say
1: mm-hmm. okay well they, those are some pretty good ideas i like them all yeah, was you, a new I, boat on the list because that's well, kind of what i'd rather have just to hold that boat.
2: that is the one thing that i didn't find on any of these lists what? was new boat
1: well they will add that to it and uh, put my name on it that's what i uh, am requesting from all the folks that feel obligated to give me a gift for christmas it's easy right i think once again i'm getting a lump of coal and on that note, we'll wrap it up for this week. Till next time, remember whether it's sail or motor, life is better, better as a motor. Safe boating, everyone.